Wow. It's been a couple weeks since the air show, and I still kind of have an air show hangover. What about you guys? <laughs> Is that the way we're starting yes. the podcast? Maybe. Okay. I was thinking about playing with the new beginning of the of I was the just waiting for, welcome to another episode of The Ramp. Well, you just freaking ruined it, brother. No, you can still do it. Yeah? That's okay. It sound better than me. Yeah? Let's keep Aaron, rolling. Aaron, how you feeling? Keep rolling. Doing great. By the way, everybody, <laughs> this is the Ramp Check Podcast. People like you, organizations like Ramp Check, I love you guys. You are clear for takeoff runway 21 left, winds are calm. Stand by for the free trans on uniform. It's showtime! Hey everyone, welcome to the Rap Check Podcast. I'm Tony Rumfalo. I'm Aaron Rumfalo. I'm Ryan sipping on my hot coffee. So this is kind of what <laughs> this is what happens um, when I decide that we're going to try a new intro for the podcast and I don't share it with you guys. Yeah, we had no idea what all your awkward pauses were. Yep, fly by night. That's how we do it. But That's hey, right. it's awesome, and we're happy to be back, and we've got a lot to talk about. Um, not only from Aviation Nation and Nellis, but just some other things in aviation news. And we're happy to be back because it's been a while since, um, since our we, last actual yeah, since our last podcast. Podcast and since together. Aviation Nation where we had some really cool interviews uh-huh. uh, that we posted and, in a special edition. Uh, right. Few days after the air show ended, so. and and we'll be we'll be revisiting uh, Aviation Nation 2019 because that oh, was yeah. just a hell of an experience for us. Um, <clears throat> and uh, for those of you that we saw at Aviation Nation, geez, can I even name them all? Let's see. So, <laughs> Texas uh, App Geek, so Texas many. Afterburner, um, Airstrike, Airstrike Images, images uh, uh, Rick from uh, Aviation Photo Journal, right? Um, Oh my God! See, you shouldn't well, have I shouldn't have even said. Well, I'm not going to remember. Know, and all and of course, we need to give a huge shout out to Brigadier General Novotny, right? Who was just awesome, dude. And he just, is such a cool guy. He yeah. is, man, and and just to be able to meet him and and talk to him and interview him, mm-hmm. and he was just so cool to talk to. And he was he was amazing. You know, when I was in the Air Force. I wish I would have had a commanding officer like him because mine was kind of a dick. <laughs> uh, well, well, I was sitting there I, while you guys were doing the interviewing and I was taking some pictures and stuff. I was sitting there kind of listen, listening and uh-huh. uh, I was just sort of blown away. I'm like, man, this guy. Yeah, he, like, know, he knows it. He's Yeah, he knows he's what he's doing. Up. He knows what to say. Like, it made me so proud to know that this is one of the guys leading, like, our Air Force. Right. It was yeah, exactly. Awesome. And, uh, General, if you're listening, and uh, if you're looking for a career after uh, the military, <laughs> I, you'd make a hell of a broadcaster, dude. Yeah. I mean, sir. Sir. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't forget that part. Well, I know we kind of talked about um, before we recorded we kind of talked about maybe just reminding people like who we are and what we do right um we should probably take a minute to do that just because we met a lot more people at the air show um and hopefully we got more listeners well um, i i know we got more well, followers on instagram yeah definitely. yeah so we should maybe just take a second and uh probably just welcome the new listeners and i hope you go back i and, and listen to all of them but if you're listening to this as your first one 
it's probably a little more toned down this episode than before. We were a little more yeah, wired in the beginning. first few episodes were a total air disaster. <laughs> but, but that's okay. That's okay. We, we went back and we got rechecked and went through the process, and now we're a little cleaner. But um, anyway, so thanks if you're listening. Um, basically, um, uh, my name's Ryan. I've got my brothers here, and Antonio, I'll let them talk too, obviously. But oh, I'm just saying. Thank you. Um, you know, this is a, a podcast for anything and everything aviation. Um, we talk about anything that's out there as far as, like, um, news articles, air shows. I mean, you name it, aviation. We just sit and talk about it because it's, like, what we love and it's our passion. And we have some other projects and things that are involved in it. But uh, why don't you, you, someone else, take it away? Yeah, let me just yeah. interject here. Yeah. This is technically, um, if you can count... Our 31st uh, podcast, or our 31st episode Sweet. of nice. the Ramp Check podcast. Now, we've got three special editions in there. We've got our first uh, special edition, which was um, with, uh, well, from the... Was it the Jared Warriors one? over the Wasatch. Oh, the Warriors over the yeah. Wasatch. That's uh, right. In 2017, right? No, 2018. 2018. 2018 yes. in Ogden, Utah. That's when we met mm-hmm. Fast exactly. and his wife, Lauren, uh-huh. and, and interviewed some other F-35 pilots there. And then our our second special edition was with uh, Jared Harris. That's right. Uh, A.K.A. Mr. X-Files. <laughs> Um, and uh, seriously, dude, just start <laughs> calling him older. Right? <laughs> Let's do it. All right, yeah. uh, Jared, if you're listening, X-Files that's your new call sign. Your Jared new sign Boulder. is Mulder. Um, and then, uh, and then our latest special episode, which if you didn't catch it, that was our um, basically the interviews um, yeah. and some of the highlights from Aviation Nation 2019, which we will be talking about yeah. on this particular episode I think, of the I podcast. I think we actually had but, two special editions with. Jared, who's oh, that's right, we have yes. So, um, so if you're looking for a little conspiracy theory, check out the Mulder editions. eh? (laughs) That's right. Um, But uh, for those of you that have been with us since day one, wow, that was a while ago. Uh, Oh my God! Thanks for listening. For those of you that jumped on board later and started with episode one and didn't stop we appreciate you uh taking the alka-seltzer the tums <laughs> and stomaching all that right? they, they were a little rough but hey what yeah. the hell we were still talking aviation and this is for jared <laughs> yeah nice little synthesized version um, of it speaking of uh <laughs> speaking of alka-seltzer and tums uh happy thanksgiving yeah, everybody that's right <laughs> yeah, right yep um, I know I ate way too much. I spent oh, Thanksgiving yeah. at Aaron's house. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking coffee and hoping for a purge soon. That, that's <laughs> I've had a lot of coffee and a lot of water because right now I'm storing a lot of food and I don't like it. Um, but uh, just a, a quick shout out to Aaron's wife, Jessica. Thank you again for uh, hosting yes. and um, um, allowing Aaron and I to watch nerdy sci-fi movies on Disney Plus. Uh, while you were working your butt off, I uh, yeah. really appreciate that. We watched we watched the black hole. Nice. Yes, um, and planes, trains, and automobiles, yes, which is a classics. Thanksgiving classic. All total classics. I want a car <laughs> right now. I'm sorry, sir. Did you see your rental agreement? <laughs> I threw it away. Oh. Yeah, that's a great movie. Oh, what? You're anyway. <laughs> Sounds like a good a time. I had a great time with my family, yep. I, but obviously it would have been great to see you guys as well. So, 
Yeah, um, thanks, brother. Yes, thank you, Jessica. Um, amazing turkey, amazing food. And I also, I, love you. I also took my daughter and my grandkids <laughs> to see Frozen Two. Oh. Um, and uh, is there any aviation in Frozen Two? Um, well, there's some like, like. Okay, next subject. Disney flying. <laughs> so, and, just kidding. Yeah, no. Um, it was it was super cute. I was glad, and and just to see my grandson and my granddaughter and the looks on their faces while we uh, watched it was pretty special. <laughs> yeah. So that's Sweet. the human side of the Ramp Check <laughs> podcast. Uh, now back to our episode. Yes. Uh, anyway, but um, but no, thanks again for all the new uh, listeners, the new subscribers. Um, yeah, we need to tell them about. Um, <clears throat> rampcheckglobal.com and yeah right. oh yeah and that's you I, do that I was just gonna say thank you for everybody who's been purchasing our ramp swag we yeah literally uploading new designs all the time mm-hmm. um we take requests um you know i try to kind of feel out um i deal with most of you know keeping the products up to date and keeping the new products going I do all of our graphic design. We all have our little specialties, mm-hmm. and that's that's one of mine. But, but yes, thank you. I mean, we're selling more and more ramp swag every week. We get more and more visitors to the website. Um, thank you for posting them on social media. You know, you wearing them or mm-hmm. when your package arrives, it's totally awesome, and we appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I mean, rampcheckglobal.com. That's where you get that. Um, you can also get the podcast through there, and we also have the link for our news website. Mm-hmm. which is rampcheckreport.com. Which you should be on every yes, single day. Yes, we're always updating it. that page is updated as aviation yeah. news happens. Yeah, and our nephew Grayson uh, really helps out a lot with that, and he's done an amazing job. He's just as big of an av geek buff mm-hmm. as we are. Good job, uh, Grayson. He's a little quieter, but, uh, you Not know. when he's on the podcast. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He's That's trying true. to get him to shut up. But, but he, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so we, we've... You know, we we try to, you know, be involved in a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, websites, social media, products. Um, you know, our interviews that we do. And we right. try we try to venture in and out of every type of aviation aerospace uh, subject. So we mm-hmm. love that. And and just to kind of kind of talk about like what Ryan and, and Tony were, were talking about. The reason we do it is because we love aviation. We know those that are listening love mm-hmm. aviation too. And we just we try to add our own unique little rum follow brothers angle to it, and we've got it's the rap check f bomb podcast, <laughs> good or bad um, angle. But uh, you know our our backgrounds we we've all worked in aviation for you know long periods of time. Mm-hmm. We have lots of uh, experience whether we're working the ramp, whether we're in the air force, whether you know we were you know, managing ramp operations with de-icing, with fueling, with, you know, towing aircraft, whether it's commercial, general aviation. Quoting FARs. Yeah, quoting FARs. Tony's really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, get your blanket out and, you know. Right. Well, and dispatch, show. and I was yeah. even in the Air Force. Yeah. I, I, I mentioned that. cover yeah. a lot of, um, sorry, I was pretty listening. much, yeah, I know. <laughs> cover, like a lot of different angles of aviation mm-hmm. um yeah because i mean even though none of us are officially pilots we all went through some training at one yeah, point yeah we, we've all got pilot i've, I've training. logged around 65 70 hours yeah in, in like three or four different aircraft so mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, and, and we've flown in a lot of different aircraft, flown and unique in tons experiences, of different aircrafts, yeah. and a lot of different. So everything so. from what? What's the smallest aircraft you guys? Well, uh, Cessna one hundred and twenty, right? Or so, a, well, Katana, a Katana, for yeah, me, a little tail dragger. So, so we've flown in everything from say a Katana or a Cessna one hundred and twenty. I've flown in a G five fifty, all the yeah. way up to a C five B Galaxy. All the way yeah. up to C five, yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah, the largest I've been up in is a seven four seven four hundred. Which yeah, is sweet. So that's, I'm uh, trying to remember the largest I've been on. Probably a six seven. Yeah. I don't think I've been on anything. Not too many wide bodies. Yeah, so, not too many wide bodies. So many in between. Right. But I had a lot of um corporate jet time. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I say time, not flying it, but Yeah, um, working the ramp you get awesome opportunities. Right. When I worked yeah. the ramp I became friends with a lot of our corporate pilots and yeah. maintenance guys and when they would go on check rides. Hey, you want to go? I'm like, hell yeah. That's My pretty awesome. My favorite, and I think I've shared this, but just a quick story was I rode on a Piaggio, a P-180, to Idaho Falls. Nice. Because I marshaled in a Piaggio, a guy was coming in for a meeting, and he forgot his briefcase. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the pilot's like, yep. hey, you want to hop with me so I don't have to fly back alone? We'll be back in like 40 minutes. Yeah, I'm like, hell yeah. I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> I just hopped in and left. Well, that, that it was those awesome. are the opportunities. Yeah. I've I've been on uh, left bags behind flights before mm-hmm. too. I remember oh, yeah. one time uh, a crew of a Falcon 50 came in, and their passenger left a bag in the little FBO uh, Price Utah. Price, that's right. Price. And so yeah. we we hopped on the Falcon 50, cruised down to Price Utah, landed. They they like I don't even know I don't even think they opened the uh, the uh, the passenger door I think they just handed it through the cockpit window because uh-huh. it wasn't like a huge right. piece yeah. of luggage yeah um but uh, yeah I mean those are great opportunities Stories. maintenance flights I you know that's when I've flown in a Learjet you yeah know, it was a maintenance yeah, flight one of my funnest flights like that was when we. Uh, when I worked for Majestic Air mm-hmm. and we flew the DC-3 out to oh, Wendover, yeah, nice. low altitude yeah. with the cargo oh, door open yeah. the entire yeah, way. Yeah, that would be awesome. awesome. Um, that, was, uh, that was pretty cool, too. So, yeah, so we've got, we've got a ton of, of aviation experience um, and a broad spectrum of that experience. We've all got unique perspectives. And um, you, if you go back, uh, for those of you that haven't, mm-hmm. and even if you have, Shit, do it again. Um, yeah. Can, uh, can I share one more story? Yeah, just because it came to my mind. Yeah, go okay. back to episode one, and you'll be able to hear, <laughs> yeah. like, a lot of, um, yes. not only about us, but some of our fun experiences, yeah. you know, <clears throat> the the ramp trout. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and and go ahead, Ryan. What, uh, no, I want to ask you guys a question after you finish Well, I, the only reason I'm smiling and bringing it up is because I don't think I brought it up in previous episodes, and I just remembered it. Okay. Is it the baggage loader? Um, no, oh my no, God, it's that's not. my favorite That story. is a good one, but yeah. we'll save that one for another time. But um, we need to start turning one ramp story a week or something mm-hmm. because there's mm-hmm. so many. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, busy, it was actually, and it reminded me because it was Thanksgiving time, you know, the cars would drive in. They were loud out on the ramp. We, like, hurry and load the bags. And, you know, you make it a quick process. You be safe, all that. Right. Um, we pull this car up, unload a shit ton of bags onto a King Air two, uh, 350. And that thing can pack bags. I mean, they're packing the back, and then they're putting bags in aisles and oh shit. Oh, like, Wow. Families, ski trips, and stuff like that. <laughs> so we're... They get on the plane. They go. It was this big rental SUV. I get in the SUV. Um, I pull it away and I park it up front. The aircraft, like, 
um, pulls away, it taxis out, and it's out there, and it hasn't taken off yet. And I took the rental car keys in, and our process used to be we'd get the mileage and stuff, we'd take the mm-hmm. keys in, but then we'd run out and we'd take the car out to the lot. So I go in, I get the mileage, I'm driving the car out to the lot, and I hear a noise. And I look back, and they left their freaking kid in the car seat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so, the funny thing was, is that the plane had actually already taken off. But they were able to get in touch with them on the plane, and they just oh, returned. How the hell but do you dude, forget? I was crossing my fingers that that because the kid never woke up. The kid stayed asleep the entire time. But I was like, "Holy shit! Like, I don't want this kid to wake up because I don't know what I'm gonna do if he I, does." I, I, I bet can you. Just... I bet you that kid has no idea. That right? Has no idea. So. I can just see him. Uh, you know, they're about they're over Provo by now, and the husband looks to the wife. Where's Sven? Yeah, where's Sven? <laughs> or, or she leans forward and goes, Kevin! <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was a fun Thanksgiving story to share. If if that baby. King Air pilot is listening to this, you'll remember, or if any of the passengers. Boy, but if uh, the kid does know, you've probably seen him on Maury Povich. Or, <laughs> right, yeah, he's on Oprah. Yeah, on yeah, Oprah. Prison. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, so, poor anyway. kid. Anyway. So, so, so happy um, Thanksgiving. Hopefully everyone traveled safely yep. and all Didn't that. Didn't forget your kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Safe out there on the ramp. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I want to ask you guys, so since we're like, we're, we're 31 episodes, or I should say 31.3 episodes into it, um, do you guys have a favorite episode? Maybe that if someone hasn't listened to the podcast before and you're like, hey, listen to the Ramp Check podcast. My my first recommendation probably wouldn't be episode one. So what I'm saying is you guys, what do you think? If, if somebody brand new oh. walked up to you and they wanted to listen to the podcast, what episode would you tell them to start with? And then maybe go back to one and go all the oh, way Oh, jeez. That's do you a think? tough one. I'd, I'd say the one that's all about Aaron. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of I his experiences. Of no, course, of course. I'm totally joking. Um, uh, gosh, I don't know. Because if, if I say one episode, then I don't know. Well, I, we want you wanna... to listen to them all. But what we're saying is... Yeah. is where where would be a good place to start to really kind of get our hooks into the I listener? don't know. I mean, I, I would say that, the, well, the, the first, like, major interview we did was with Hess, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was awesome. We spent, like, that an was, hour and a half with him. That was a fun interview. Um, I mean, our interview with Fast and just hearing all about, you know, him growing up and then, mm-hmm. um, you know... Gosh, I don't know. It's a tough one. Um, we've had so many good ones. Um, gosh, I you put me on the spot. <laughs> you are to go then? I, yeah. Go, Ryan. So yeah, think I, about it a little bit, maybe. Well, I'm going to name two. Um, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to name two. I'm going to... I'm just going to go out on a limb and say our first one. Because, are you? Because, listen, cool. it's the whole Who Are These Guys episode. We're kind of... We're kind of... A little bit crazy, letting people know who we are. We're telling stories. We're we're goofing. We're laughing. I know it might be a little like, oh my gosh, like when people first listen, but I feel it's a good representation of like who we are and like where we came from. And then over time, we sort of just toned it down a little bit and got a little more into the business end of it, which mm-hmm. is what we want, and that's great. But I kind of just the the first few episodes, but our first one, just all the laughs, and then I'd have to say the second one, like. 
it's hard to just pin one uh, one or two down but the one where we interviewed uh fast was pretty awesome like uh-huh. just getting his perspective as an f-35 pilot and uh but you know then again hess you're listening like that was an awesome one too like they're all awesome but those those ones kind of stick out in my mind a little bit so what about you big brother i i want to <laughs> say and i've got i've got a few favorite episodes as well um and uh i i trying to think which would be um one of my favorites i think has got to be the one where we gave our list of our most and least favorite aviation movies the movies yeah that's a good one that was that was pretty fun yeah that Um, that was a good one and uh and then of course you know our interviews um that that phone interview that we did with fast was just amazing i think all the interview episodes are absolutely absolutely um but uh, I think that would be the one, and then um, uh, and there were and in the first few episodes, uh, things got a little bit silly. Um, yeah. But I think that's why people, you know, like us and give us feedback yeah. because we're not about just this dry aviation. Well, you know, back it's it's here. like this. It's like. Today, the Boeing 737 Max had its updates. There are there are some good podcasts. No, there are, but that's just not our style. That's That's not not our style. So, like, we're not criticizing anyone at all for their style. It's just it's fun to have a style, I guess. So it's fine. Yep, it definitely is. And you know, I was looking back on our episodes too because I'm the one that posed the question. I didn't even have an answer in mind. Um, But uh, our second episode was when we learned about. the uh, the Thunderbird incident uh, where they lost uh, was Cajun, right? Yeah. Cajun, yeah. Cajun. So, yep. um, and it's just crazy to see. And then I remember <clears throat> watching Captain Marvel, and at the very end, when they, um, you know, gave that little written tribute to yeah. uh, to um, was it Major Del Bogno? Yeah. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, and just to see where the podcast has has been and and where it's evolved to today, so I would definitely say now my the episode I'm talking about is episode five, mm-hmm. um, and it's titled "How Not to Be to Fuel a Boeing Triple Seven in the Wind." Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember we talked about that <laughs> yeah. too. Um, but uh, the movies lists is actually on that episode. So, Aaron, what about you? So, well, I mean, I I can't really say anything past what i've already said i mean it's it's like the the interviews that we have with with the, the pilots and you know um and the crews of these aircraft i even mean texas afterburner was yeah awesome. texas afterburner was, so was cool. great and 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 even the guys that we met like the, the very first time we interviewed um uh tx av geek too yeah you know? uh, that was awesome and and, but but yeah, so I mean, everybody we met it's so it's so tough. But I do want to say since all since good. we've all mentioned that interview with Fast, mm-hmm. um, I do want to um, uh, I don't know mention this with Fast and something really cool happened. Fast recently was awarded a really cool prestigious award and and um, did you watch the entire video? I did. It yeah, was long, it's on YouTube. Wow. I, I think yeah. his Amazing. sister. Or I, I don't know exactly uh-huh. who it was that recorded it, mm-hmm. but it was so amazing. I just want to say this. So, uh, Major J. B. Durfler, that's fast. Right. His call signs mm-hmm. fast. Uh, Air Command and Staff College student won the 2018 Lieutenant Colonel Anthony C. Shine Fighter Pilot Award. And just I just want to interject here while you're reading that. Sure. Um, if you don't know the background uh, behind that award. 
That story is absolutely oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, go look and, it and up. In this video, it's his <clears throat> his daughter tells the story of her father. Amazing. And it's, it's, it's amazing and uh, brings tears to your eyes. Uh, yeah, it, anyway. it really does. Um, so he won the Lieutenant Colonel... Anthony C. Shine Fighter Pilot Award for his service as Squadron Assistant Director of Operations at Hill Air Force Base, Utah, from January 1 through December 31st, 2018, uh, on November 18, 2019, at Maxwell Air Force Base, Alabama. The award is presented annually to recognize an Air Force fighter pilot with proven excellence and professionalism in flight, as well as dedication to community service. And they couldn't have given that award to a more uh, deserving, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. deserving uh, pilot. He's a great American. Awesome story. Um, for those of you that want to be military pilots, Air Force pilots, I mean, you know, follow his story. Yeah. Little kid joins the Air Force. Uh, you know, he didn't even fly in an aircraft until he was actually flying. After he joined the Air right, Force, exactly. and, yeah. you know those things, but but uh, amazing award. Um, you know him and his wife have been awesome to get to know. I know that we're all proud uh, to be in his circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he's given us some awesome opportunities. Uh, you know, covering you know the Air Force and and mm-hmm. his flying and and uh, the military, and we just you know. I know we all want to congratulate him and just tell him, you know, that's awesome. And it's just, it's our pleasure and our honor to uh, actually know Fast. And uh, congratulations. Yeah, yes. and, and you're well missed here in Utah. Very much so. Um, if you want to hear about Fast's story um, um, from him, mm-hmm. uh, himself, uh, there's about three episodes, I think, that would cover that. And that would be our special air show edition back on june 26th of of 2018 Mm -hmm. um and then our episode six warriors over the wasatch show recap and then we've got an episode that's simply titled fast and that's episode 19 which we did april 6th of this year so yeah um check check out uh check out some of those episodes as well and uh, you can really get a good idea of what uh, what a great American, what a great human being mm-hmm. um, um, Major Durfler is. And uh, I'm sh- pretty sure we'll be calling him Colonel and uh, General <laughs> Durfler. Yeah, I know. Um, although General Fast has a ring to it. General it? Fast. General Fast. Yeah, yeah no doubt. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, but yeah, just uh, <clears throat> we just want to thank everybody once again who who's been with us from the beginning. Who has started over? Um, I talked to a friend of mine uh, that I used to work with at Sky West. Um, we actually started Dispatch together mm. at Sky West back on um, August 13th of 2002. Um, I'm obviously not with Sky West anymore, but um, right. uh, <clears throat> if I had stayed, uh, I would have had my 17 year anniversary back in August, which he just obviously went through yeah he had, um he his son um oh, i can't remember how old he said he is i think he said he's 13 mm-hmm. um and uh, if you're thinking about maybe working in the airline industry just kind of check this out a little bit his son is 13 years old I, i'm pretty sure and he was born obviously after they got here and i remembered all of that but mm-hmm. um he's 13 years old and he's already been to 27 different countries 
Damn. Wow. Because of the flight benefits and the well, opportunities that, yeah, that working for an that, airline can provide. Exactly. And that's the thing. If you guys, anybody listening wants to work for the airlines, that's a huge benefit that yeah. you get. Yeah. And yep. you know what? Start when you're young. And you can work your way up through various positions and departments. Um, you know, the, the, the flight benefits <clears> alone, <throat> you know, airlines, you're not going to make a million bucks working for an airline. But I'll tell you what, you're going to have travel more like experience. Exactly. <laughs> well, right. that's the funny thing, too. So, yeah. um, Well, so, it's like commercial or military. Right. Yeah. Join the military, you Absolutely. can travel. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, yeah. Get um, in on this aviation thing. It just, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It, it's, it's amazing <clears> to me. And I traveled a lot. And you know what's funny? Um, is you guys remember, well, you guys were on my flight benefits mm -hmm. when I worked for the airlines. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we would meet up or you would fly here, I'd fly there. Mm -hmm. I'd, and, you know, I was able to jump seat and all of that. Right. So just off the top of your heads, after I left the airline industry and didn't have the flight benefits anymore, guess how many times I've flown on a commercial aircraft? Zero. No, it's more than that. <laughs> It is more than that, yeah. Well, probably just a few. I can't Man. remember the last time you flew. One time? Once, and that was three weeks ago. That was uh, the first to time? To meet our mom and Oh, Oakland. wow. Yeah. That's why I said yeah, I had to really? be more than yeah. that. But. You're like going to buy a ticket, and you're like, I just can't do it. it. It's, I just, you're exactly I can't do right. It. <laughs> it's a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. I would rather drive. Then spend the money for a goddamn airline yeah. ticket because the, it didn't used to cost given me Given the fact that your old car has 300,000 miles on it, yes. we believe you. Yep. But my new car, <laughs> my new oh, ride, there we go. Just that Any, I bought two months ago yeah. only has 7,000. That's still a lot <laughs> for a, a lot, new car. Yeah. Jeez. You drive. But oh. um, I just want to give a shout out to Mike. He reached out for me and wished me a happy Thanksgiving. We started talking. Um, his favorite episode of the podcast um, is the most recent one we did right before this one, which was uh, the interviews from uh, Aviation Nation 2019. So the ones without Aaron and I in it. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Well, I don't know that Mike. I'm kidding. Hey, I, I'm just, kidding. I ask questions. I but well, I, let me let me let me backtrack here. Maybe I shouldn't say it was his favorite episode. He said he loved it, but I don't know that he's listened to some of the other yeah. ones. But yeah. um, I know I was totally But I also kidding. but I also turned him on to rampcheckreport.com. Cool. Good. And he thinks it's a great website. Hopefully so he you checks guys it out. Check it out. Yeah, and, and all aviation related. Man. And all we ask from all these people we're thinking is that you just share it with people and, yeah. and spread it. Just yep. spread the word, and definitely so everyone <laughs> knows about the aviation community. So what was so oh God, funny about that, Aaron? Here we go. <laughs> Nothing. It's okay. The juvenile so, Rumpfalo brothers so, coming out. Spread the word. Spread it. So Wait, what? So anyway, when's the last time you heard that, Ryan? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we no um, comment. Yes. So. That's so speaking of Aviation Nation 2019, you want to jump that into that right now? To, or? We might let's, as well. Let's let's do it. Let's what, do it. What uh, what a, a great experience mm -hmm. uh, we had. Um, um, first things first, I want to thank Staff Sergeant High of yes. the Public Affairs Office there. Quite of, the character. Yes, yes she, she is. Was. She was. She was pretty hilarious and, and professional. Yeah. Oh yeah. At the same yeah. time, obviously, but um, I hope um, for many. Uh, animals and babies in your life to come because she loves babies and animals so <laughs> and tattoos <laughs> um but uh, yeah thanks again to the uh, public Air uh, public affairs office 
Um, obviously, the 57th Wing Commander. Um, yeah. Uh, for the time that he took to uh, take out of the busy air show to, to, to talk to us and yeah. give us some unique perspective. And don't forget his. Dojo. And yeah, I was just going to say yep. that if, if one of you guys didn't mention that. Absolutely. Great um, guy. First time we've met Dojo. Uh, yep. First mm-hmm. time that mm-hmm. we saw the F-35 demo. Yeah. Which was awesome. Because at... Um, at uh, Warriors over the Wasatch, we saw a different kind of F-35 well, demo. It yeah. wasn't the actual F-35 demo yeah. team demo, but this was like a ground attack. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the F-35 that, demo team wasn't even doing the demo in right. 2018. Yeah, I just so that was the first was time anything few. like that had ever been at, put together. At Warriors over the Wasatch, it was like... Yeah, I remember like obviously not being disappointed because I did get to see it, but I remember being like, "Man, I want to see more." Oh, yeah, so like, and again, uh, fast. He uh-huh. he he was in charge of that. He was in charge yeah, yeah. of that. He put that airfield attack demo together. It was the right. very first time that the U.S. Air Force F thirty five A was ever in a demo situation like that. Yep. Right, which is awesome. Well, and we should um, congratulate dojo and his ground crew and all that for like yeah, an awesome successful, team did an amazing successful job. season and i everyone i've talked to just said that that's one of the coolest demos they've ever mm-hmm. seen so congratulations and good luck in the future and yeah, yeah. and, and he, even though we're sad to see you go we're happy to see it uh come to hill air force yeah, base right. by us here in utah here, here well and he mentioned utah. in that interview segment that uh, you know, this was his last weekend, right? Uh, as the uh, the pilot for the demo team, mm-hmm. and I asked him. I said, "So what's up next after this?" Well, they immediately go back into training. They're training the new uh, mm-hmm. demo crew, the pilot, mm-hmm. who will be introduced here. I think just right after the first of the year, like February March, I believe is the window. But also the transition from Luke Air Force Base to uh, Hill Air Force Base. So, so these guys, when I mean, if you think about it. You know, you see them in these air shows, and and they're almost like celebrities. Mm-hmm. And then maybe after the air show season, as you think maybe they're just going to be able to take a break. No, this is their job. Yeah. They continue. Same thing with the Thunderbirds. Yeah, they yeah, immediately start training. General General Novotny said that I thought the Thunderbird tours were a lot longer than two years, but they're only two yeah, years. Yeah, just then, a couple years. And then it's like a fifty percent turnover, right? He said mm-hmm. half of them go, and the and then the yeah. other guys get because he said in the interview. Then they got to get, he wants to get them right back into training. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And right back into their squadrons. And, yep. and so, um, but you know, when he talked about that, it made sense. Like, that's probably a pretty rigorous routine to be a Thunderbird well, the, pilot. Well, he, he said that too yeah. in the interview. You well, know. Even, even a Thunderbird mechanic and part of the ground crew. Yeah, yeah mean, you're just traveling. All the travel. Stuff, right. And, yeah. and yeah. you've got to be on your game everywhere yeah. you go. So Well, and you need to know if you're, especially if you're like one of the crew chiefs. Uh, you know, the ground personnel um, or technicians for the Thunderbirds, for the aircraft themselves, not only do they need to know their job upside down, inside out, but they need to learn, like, the pre-show and the post-show routines. And anyway, what the hell are you laughing at now? I didn't say anything. Does it smell like Lysol to you guys? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) yes, that, you know, and, and, the the other thing I want to add too is is the the F thirty five demo team, you know, moving here to Hill Air Force Base Utah in the state, mm-hmm. of, you know, Utah where we live and and record, um, you know, Dojo's legacy is going to live on because I mean he designed that routine that that mm-hmm. demo, 
Um, the dojo drift. The dojo drift, yeah. Go down and, in history. And, and the thing that's going to be cool is it'll be fun to see what, what he and the new demo team pilot mm-hmm. come up with for right. the 2020 demo. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's... It, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to, to see the demo team practice up mm-hmm. here. Um, so anyway, yeah. So it would it, it <clears throat> would also be cool if they would put together an actual demo of the F thirty five, like like a real like a real world demo of what it does. <laughs> because basically, what it would be at Air Show Center is like a ten minute moment of silence. Exactly, and then, and then whatever you place in the middle will just blow up, yeah. and everybody be like, "Where did that come from?" I think they should. I think they should uh, a couple times a month take their practice routine on the road and practice in Madison. Don't you guys think? Oh, absolutely, Madison, Wisconsin. Exactly. We can talk about that later, but um... yeah, we'll talk about that. That, that is Gosh. funny. But um, yeah, the air show. Well, why didn't uh, they just? Can't... Why they should have just stationed. I mean, we love having them at Hill. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but they should have just stationed the F thirty five demo team there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, they're probably just. Yeah, I mean that's why I made the joke because it would be funny. But yeah, yeah but yeah, we'll, no, we we'll, want him here. We'll keep yeah, him here. We'll yes, talk about yeah, that in a minute. But um, for sure, yeah, the air show itself, though. I mean, you know, you get, give props to everybody. That was everything was cool. But um, and I'm probably well, I don't think I'm stealing thunder, but I think <clears> you guys would agree that the yeah. the attack demonstration. What was the term for it? The, the combined the forces. Com- the combined com- arms demo. Or combined. Yes. Oh yeah. man, where it the cat. Like I can't even explain. Like my jaw was probably dropped during the whole thing. Just when you're seeing <clears throat> the F 35s the F fifteens, the F sixteens, the rap like. Everything, the A-10s coming in and strafing, and then you've got the F-35 circling overhead, and then the, was it the Strike Eagles the that would strike come Eagles in and do some runs? And, I mean, the, the coolest part of that for me, though, was seeing the F-22 Raptors shoot off flares. Oh, oh yeah. Was, was that awesome. amazing? Oh, yeah, and that. then when they sent up the Aggressors and the Raptors... Trying to get uh, wow. Ray, Wraith and Blizzard yeah. are coming mm-hmm. in, and they're like doing maneuvers and shit. I was like, I was oh, like, was, holy shit, yeah. this is so awesome. Well, and the cool thing about that is, is they they launched all the aircraft. So they, you know, F thirty fives, F sixteens, F twenty two. Well, they didn't launch the F twenty two yet. Right. But, right. So the the F fifteen E Strike Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, what A tens? A tens. And then there were HH-60s, too. That was, flying I was going to say that one, too. Yeah. So, so they launched um, all the fighters, and then they, they set everything up, whatever. And then the, the aggressor F-16s come in and buzz the field. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, alert five, launch the freaking the Raptor. Raptor. Yeah. And that was just, I mean, it gives oh you chills. God. And then the Raptor just, like, you know, was chasing those F-16s around. And right. I mean, those things didn't have a chance. Well, and you've seen, you know, at various air shows, you know, across the country or or even the ones that we've seen, like the one we saw at Luke, they have the, um, those airfield attack demos, which are really cool. Oh, yeah, they're great. But this combined... It was uh, everything. Well, this was was like one of those on steroids. Right. They 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 scramble the the Raptor to to get the air threat as soon as possible. It was was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. When you looked up and you saw the 
the F-35s and what else was up there going in circles? F-15Es, the, the Strike Eagles. They, they were just like there. circling the field below, providing uh, air support yeah, up right? top yeah. so that the ground well, strike the could, could happen. And and I'm looking at this going like, why the fuck would anyone want to go to war with the U.S.? Like, right. I'm looking at this going, yeah. and this yeah. is only one little ounce of something we're seeing. Like, oh yeah, I mean, the, all, all the military personnel scattered well, yeah. across but the globe. Think it didn't of include all the like different... the army, the the navy, right, like yeah. as far as like what aircraft carriers and battleship. I'm just going like, wow, this is impressive. This is, I mean. It's crazy, and it's really cool. It was really cool to see all the different layers yeah. Yeah. of, and, of, and, uh, of yeah. exercise and, and like that, that. That last layer, you have the A-10s coming in and just cleaning up right. all the ground. They're, well, and they're fire. protecting the HH-60s, yeah. which are rescuing then, the injured personnel. Yep, and, yep. and the then the K-Hawks come in, and, and oh, yeah, it was it was I, Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I honestly, like, out of all the air shows we've been to, I think that's probably up there in like the top three of like mm-hmm. what i've seen at an air show i agree like as far as like a demonstration or anything like that that mm-hmm. was that was pretty awesome yeah <laughs> that was yeah. cool well and like um and like general novotny said too that one of the unique things about the air show at nellis you know they do it every other year and um but it's it's got a it's got a different feel to it because it's it's basically the last air show of the season yeah, for, for the Air Force, for a lot of... but it's the homecoming for the Thunderbirds, mm-hmm. and so um, you know you see a lot of the families there, mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's really cool. And I I I mean I'm sure they give the same performance everywhere they go, but I think that performance is just a little bit more special. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing since they call it the homecoming, and then it's every other year, that maybe that's the end of the tour. Uh, for these, for, for a for lot of some, these personnel, yeah, for the yeah. ones that are that back that to their second year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, well, and I mean, you know, all that, all the military flying was incredible, and right. then, and then the other thing I want to mention too. Did you have something that you well, no, to say I, about maybe the you're gonna you're gonna say what I was gonna <laughs> say too, ahead. but well, for the air show. It, and it it was it was also the 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 last uh, weekend performances for Julie Clark, who's uh huh. Who has been like an air show staple, you know, for for decades. Yep. You know, um, I think she. I was looking on her website, and uh, like over thirty-two years as a solo aerobatic air show pilot. That's crazy. Well, when did she fly at the show? So she, was that the Stearman she, or the? She was, she was in the T thirty-four, the planes. silver and blue. Oh, one. the T thirty-four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What'd yeah. you say? <laughs> I said she was in one of those planes. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. The T twenty eight demo okay. was really that cool. was yes. really cool. That was, but, really but cool. Julie Clark, you know, she's uh, you know, you don't hang up your spurs as a pilot. What do you right. hang up your goggles? I, I don't know. exactly. I don't, I don't know. know what that terminology is. Um, your flight jacket. How about how about the Heritage flight with the F thirty five and the F eighty six? Oh yeah, that was great. I haven't seen the F eighty six flying an air show in a well, long and, time. And the funny thing, I, I was talking to. Um, uh, Texas afterburner and uh-huh. he's like I'm sure Dojo's like sweet like I can actually like you know fly fast like I actually have some speed now when I'm flying this yeah. <laughs> instead of 35 didn't look like it was doing it yeah slow flight like it was capability. at stall speed yeah I mean know? you know yeah. he's he's cruising around with with that f86 saber which is really that cool. was really cool because the f86 is just smooth man like yeah. that thing sounds smooth it moves it smooth it just doesn't it doesn't look like there's any sort yeah. of, yeah, like I don't know what I'm trying to say. 
it just cuts through the air so clean. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it flies by, and you're just like, "Wow, that's cool." Yeah, yeah it is. That I think that's probably why it's not they call loud. It, that's probably why they call it the saber. Maybe because <laughs> it cuts through the air like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> so is Sorry. the super saber just a lot smoother? So yeah, we'll, su- it's, we'll it's call it's this more, one the super saber. More super. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's well, if they're calling it super, I guess technically it's more saber um, than. Are we yeah. talking saber printers or are we talking aircraft? Sabre. Sabre. <laughs> it's an office reference. The office, oh, sorry, brother. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I need to. Uh, well, I need the, to watch the, the super. Office. The super saber they probably called super because it it was Mach one fighter. Yeah, it could, it yeah. Could okay. Go, Beyond the speed of that sound. Would, that would be my guess. So, um, for those of you that listen, I'm sure we don't have many listeners out there that either have not ever been to an air show or have only been to a few. Um, go out there every chance you can get. Yeah. Um, it's it's such an amazing experience. Um, you don't have to be an av geek to enjoy an air show. No, absolutely um, not. And, uh, you know, depending on where you're listening in the world, you can... Go to rampcheckreport.com, mm-hmm. um, and uh, down uh, near the bottom of our page, we've got a couple of links where you can find air show schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the ICAST one because it's got an interactive yeah. tool where you can mm-hmm. search. And ICAST—that's International Council of right. Air Shows. So ICAS, the Air Show Council yeah. or Air Show uh, Calendar for them. Um, you know, a lot of great air shows coming up next year. So Luke's. Uh, Luke Air Force Base, of course. Um, yeah. Are they even going to have F-35 demos there at all? Oh, mm. yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but uh, I know that, uh, and then the Blue Angels, they usually kick off their season at El Centro, mm-hmm. uh, where they're stationed. Um, well, they're not stationed there. That's where their winter training is That's stationed. what I said. That's where their winter training is. <laughs> Get um, it right. <laughs> but, um, but one that I'm looking forward to next October, and we... We're just com- we're committing to this right now, brothers. Okay. Is Edwards Air Force Base? Yes. All right. Let's um, do it. So we're gonna go to that for sure. And but, we're um, and for for whatever whoever general is listening to this, because I'm sure they are. Right. Uh, <laughs> we need some F-117 flybys. <laughs> Um, and dude. I'll even take a B-2 Spirit or a B-21 Raider flyby. <laughs> yeah, um, B-21. <laughs> speaking of the B-2, wasn't it cool how General Novotny was saying, like, all the stuff he's flown in? Oh, oh, yeah. oh and, and B-2 flown. was one of them. And flown right. B-1, B-2. I'm sitting there going, you punk. Like, you're, oh, that's so right. awesome. But, oh, and uh, sorry, just really quick. We should mention uh, that we met that uh, SkyWest pilot named Bridger. Oh, and his yes. family, that was cool. So yeah. yep. hopefully you're listening. Just shout out quick to you, man, if you and, are. And uh, so. hopefully that question that you uh, asked me about crew scheduling, hope I uh, didn't steer you in the wrong direction there. Yeah, it has been a minute yeah. uh, since I've been there. But uh, breaks out the FARs, and you never know what he's talking about <laughs> once that But Bridger knew what I was talking about. Of course. Well, he, I'm sure he had the updated version. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> yeah, his, his probably was a little bit more uh, yeah. current than mine. But um, also, well, uh, 2020 marks the return of... Um, of course, uh, Warriors over the Wasatch mm-hmm. at Hill Air Force Base. So yeah. check out that I think calendar. We'll be to that one. Yep, I think so too. But check out that calendar. It's on rampcheckreport.com. 
And, and of course, Ramp Check is your resource for everything aviation and aerospace news related. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, uh, different resources, like Aaron mentioned. Um, there's a link to our Ramp Swag store, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and of course a link to the Ramp Check podcast. So, yeah. anything else you guys want to mention about? Yeah. Uh, uh, we should probably just say hi to Sven if he's listening. Oh Sven. my God! How could we? How That's could we not? Right. That, that was. How could you not say hi Sven to the Germans? <laughs> Come on! Oh my God. How did I forget? That was so cool. Yeah. He was so funny, and and I, one of the most one of the funniest things about it is. Um, so we're standing there, and uh, you, me, and my daughter, Janessa, yeah. Ryan, yeah. Uh, stayed behind, uh, guarding our space. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, no shit. Because yeah, there, there, was no, there was no media pit. Right. So that, that's a little bit of feedback for you, uh, hi. Yes. Um, Next and, time. And General Novotny. Yeah, General just... Novotny. Yeah, hey, we'd love a media pit, but hey, yeah. we, we appreciate us uh, allowing us <sighs> yeah. to be there and being part of the media. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, crew, that was great. But yeah, media pit would be sweet. Yeah. But anyway, okay. I can't so I go ahead. About so Sven. yeah, want to want to thank Sven for taking time to uh, to meet with us, and he he gave us a tour of the uh, German P three uh, C, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, Orion, um, which is a submarine hunter killer. But um, so you, me, and my daughter Janessa, we go up mm-hmm. to talk to him, and I introduce Janessa as my daughter. I said, oh, she's your daughter. <laughs> And like he gets this devious look on his face, and, and what's that? Were they? That sounded like were they German like, or Asian? That was it Asian. That sounded like, it sounded like a, a, a Japanese crew or something. Oh, whatever. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. So they were into I'm not. I'm not good anyway, with accents either. He, uh, he thought Janessa was pretty cute. So I'm almost wondering why we got. If that's maybe why we got the special tour of the aircraft. But, uh, Thanks, Jen, for giving us that opportunity. I, I really appreciate uh, that. But um, um, but they were awesome. Uh, very nice really, guys. Yeah, cool. Very um, uh, very funny. Good interview. Very really good funny. interview. Um, and yeah, uh, hopefully he listens to the whole thing so he knows we yeah, can get yeah, the back end of the podcast. And, and Sven, if you're listening, what do you mean the back end of the podcast? The back end, like. Uh-oh, near the, the end. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay gotcha. Jeez. Okay. I'm just making sure. Um, but anyway, easy. Um, thank you. Uh, thank you for taking the time with us. And we hope to see you guys again soon. So if you guys can bring your aircraft to uh, Hill Air Force Base next year, you should do it. Yeah. I know I know it's Ogden, Utah. It's not Las Vegas, Nevada. Right. But um, well, Ryan, can you do a German accent and say, come, <laughs> come do some, hu- some sub hunting around the Great Salt Lake? <laughs> Now that I'm on the spot, I can come. We would like you to come do some sub hunting on the Great Salt Lake. How's that? Is that perfect. Good? perfect. All right. Perfect. Yes. Thank you. That was, that was, any, that was my best. Anybody else we missed from the air show and who? Who? I mean, oh. gosh, we met we so, just many met so many people. people. Well, so at, like the world and those guys. Yeah. But. We got to meet. Um, yeah, we found out we his got name wasn't Brian. Mom. We, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. At, uh, Texas M- Mama Burner. Mama yeah. Burner. That's right. Um, Man, and, there were just um, so many just people. So many people there. If you were in that group, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and you're you're, you know, we we uh, we tagged you on that Instagram group photo, and yeah. that would be great to be able to just have a meetup like that every year. I think sure. the next yeah. big thing for us 
as far as being out there is probably going to be Red Flag 2020. What, what, what oh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be and, at all three of those. And you yeah. know what we need Some to do is we need to just schedule a meetup when we're down there somewhere. Yeah, and absolutely. Just sit and have fun. some good food and Hopefully it won't be, yeah, just throw back a few and share yep. some aviation stories. That's right. That would be yeah. lots of fun. All right. So uh, wrapping up that portion of the Ramp Check podcast, that was, that was, uh, that was fun, guys. It was a good time. It um, really was. What do you have up next for us, Aaron? So I was thinking about um, let's just keep it military. Okay. Um, and uh, let's talk about people who don't, don't understand freedom and the reason we have freedom in this country. Okay, it's the, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm getting the, fired up already. Oh, yeah. So there is a group of, oh, well, 35 protesters, I guess. So that's not... 35? So it's more like a gaggle than a group. That's a lot. <laughs> Actually, it was more than that. I'm just kidding. Because they're protesting the F-35... Um, uh, they don't want the F-35 in Madison, Wisconsin. Still. I assume it's again, Wisconsin, isn't it? Madison is Wisconsin. Well, yeah, but there's I, other, I guess there's other Madisons. I guess we better make that clear. So yeah, no doubt. talking about the wrong Madison, yeah. huh? Yeah. But um, anyway, Ryan, you, you verify that. Okay, but I'm, I will. I'm, Go I'm ahead. Per, I'm pretty your... sure. But, but anyways, I'll read a little snippet from the Cap Times uh, at Madison.com. It says... While many headed to malls to begin their holiday shopping on Black Friday, about 150 people, many in black or donning capes. Donning capes? Let's see. Hold I on. Don't, hold, I don't, hold, on, hold on. I don't typically don capes. I don don a cape when I wear one. Just saying. <laughs> they donned it. <laughs> um... um Let's see, where was I in the article? Anyway, they they were wearing like capes and shirts that said no F thirty five. And the funny thing is, is the graphic, the F thirty five graphic is a C model, which I'm pretty sure there's no naval or marine base mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. There, it's the F thirty five A, I believe, that they're protesting. Well, I don't know. Wisconsin but what what do is, they know? Is they, near the Great Lakes. Yeah, I'm actually so surprised that they actually got it an F thirty five. Okay, by the good. Way. I'm actually surprised they got an F thirty five on there. I, you know, I was expecting like a MiG twenty nine silhouette or something on there. But anyway, they, they gathered uh, in the in the oh yeah. Wisconsin Capitol Rotunda, hoping to convince community members and politicians to oppose plans to bring a squadron of F-35 fighter jets to Madison's uh, Troxfield, T-R-U-A-X? Trox? Trox or Tro? Tro? If it's French, it's Tro. (laughs) Tre? Yeah, so so, um, it's starting to look like something, said organizer Bob Queen as he surveyed the crowd. People are pissed. So, I don't know. I guess there's there's a handful full of people that are pissed. But the thing is, is they, they don't understand that it, it's it's the military and and the equipment and the machines and the aircraft and all this that... I mean, this is how we have the strongest military in the world is... We've got these units spread around the country and they they train and you know if if it wasn't for our amazing military those people wouldn't even have the freedom to protest in that rotunda so it's it's almost a little weird because i mean i it's, people just it's, don't it, see it that it, way it's though. okay they that they protest because we all have the right to protest and we all as tony said in past podcasts 
we all have the right to our own opinion, even if it's a stupid one. I believe that was close to a title <laughs> of a previous version of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it's... It, it, I just think it's more about them being uninformed because they, so they, yeah. they just see a fighter jet and it's a loud fighter jet and, and everything. And they're like, Oh, it's going to be too loud and, and whatever. But, but it's, it's like, they, they just don't understand. It's, it's part of, of living in, in our society. Like mm-hmm. that's how, that's how we have our freedoms. Right. And I just, to me, it's a black and white issue. It's not racial black and white. I was going to say, oh, God, I'm here talking, we go. I'm, I'm talking, Thank you for clarifying in this I'm, day and age. Hashtag F35 I'm talking, lives matter. Great. I'm talking about there's no gray area. Right. It's either It's either you understand that freedom isn't free mm-hmm. and freedom requires a strong military or you don't understand, and then you just complain about the military. So, would you rather have the noise of an F-35 flying overhead, where you can freely protest and complain about it, whatever, or would you rather have the noise of a MiG flying overhead, <laughs> yeah. knowing that if you do protest, you're going to get shot? Yeah. Well, yeah, and you know, and there's I mean, a seriously. lot of people, and I'm just trying to think of everyone that would hear what you're saying and be like, oh my goodness, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's loud. But... Here's what it comes down to for me, and this is going to, and I know there would also be people that would debate me on this as far as like, mm-hmm. well, that's where we lived and we didn't have that choice, but But they see. live by I a live, freaking airbase. I live in a suburb of Salt Lake City, okay? Suburb meaning like, there. I live right by a smaller airport. It's not a burb, it's smaller. <laughs> I'm by a smaller airport. The international airport's only 20 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. I live by kind of a busy street. Um, you know, I know that I'm probably going to hear some planes fly over. I'm going to hear, like, sirens when there's emergencies. Guys with their dumbass tailpipes and their four-cylinder Subarus <laughs> cruising down the street. Oh, my like, God. I just know. So here's the thing. If well, I also- want, If I want to live in silence... Then I will do whatever I can to buy something that is away from everything. Everything so that it's quiet or I'm gonna move like an hour away. I'm I'm going to do everything I can to control that situation. And so you know, and and I, f- I feel like these people think this means that an F-35 is going to be flying every minute of every day. Right. Or every minute of every hour, every hour of every day, every day of every month. And that's just not what's going to happen. Yeah, you're going to probably hear it at times you don't want. And yeah, F-35s can be a little noisy, but I mean, I mean, really, like, protest it coming there? Like, I don't know. To me, it just well, seems it's, like... It's it's their right, it, I guess. It well, is it their, is right. their right. To complain, and, and it's all right to say oh, you sound like bleepity bleep stupid. Right. You know? and, and they would say the same thing about us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course but they would. But, I'm, but I'm, I, I can tell you one thing. I know what city and town isn't going to have a combat air patrol if there's ever an invasion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, they're all going to take off from Madison and go somewhere else exactly. to protect right. us. Right, <laughs> exactly. Well, and, you know, the thing is, is the Madison airport and the the air base, is, it's Air National Guard or is it Air Reserve? I, I think know. it's Air Guard. I think yeah. it's Air yeah. Guard as well. I think. Um, I'm not sure. But, but um, it's... That airport has been there a lot longer, I'm sure, than some of those houses have been. Uh-huh. Even if the houses have been there for a long time, these people that are complaining, 
I don't know if they lived there their whole lives. I, I've got a solution. But see, just like Aaron said, they. Oh, sorry. What's no your solution. Fucking <laughs> I didn't move. Mean to... <laughs> so here's a. But just like Aaron said, good job for saying an F word before I do. I, I had to get You're one. In. Just sorry. Just like Aaron said, <laughs> as far as they're probably not missing, they're probably misinformed. Exactly. They don't know. I agree. And you know what? Just like us talking about it maybe we're misinformed on their living situation right however we're talking about something like aaron also said about defending like our nation's freedom mm-hmm. and it's it's a key and right. a tool of having well yeah your military and, 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 and what one of their biggest arguments is the value of the residential property around the airport and and here's how i extinguish that argument the value of that property wouldn't even be near where it is if it wasn't for our military protecting well, yeah, if it this, wasn't uh, in this country. The United so, States okay. of America. So if they're worried about the property values, okay, they're they're, they're <laughs> that's the fire extinguisher putting that out. They're 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 aiming at the wrong market. Do you know how many av geeks are out there that would die to live next to an airbase? Oh, I know, right? It's like, come on, guys. Exactly. Choose your audience. Seriously. Uh, yeah. We I, lived up by Hill Air Force Base here in Utah for years. I loved and, it. Well, and obviously we're av geeks. Right. But I can honestly sit here and tell you, 100% honesty, I never heard one person in my entire life bitch about the sound of F-16s at Hill Air Force Base when we lived there. Well, yeah. not once. But not even the F-16s. The F-105s were flying well, that back was, then. Yeah, I was yeah, which, a young those are probably for that. As loud as like the F-105s, F-35. yeah. they were. Pro- they, I'm so, thinking they were I mean, even louder than the F-35s. So, it's right, just... can I speak of a quick story along the lines of this? Yes. Are we, are we kind of done on that subject? I, I, one one minor, one, one final solution. It's along those lines a little okay. bit, but... One final solution... Um, maybe the Air Force can um, relocate um, the glider squadron that's at the uh, Air Force Academy to Madison. <laughs> mm-hmm. They performed at the air show in the <laughs> yes, aviation they did. nation. Actually, have some cool shots of them. Some really cool shots. I'm sorry, Ryan. Go no, ahead, you're finish. fine. I just wanted to make sure that um, we were kind of done on that subject before I like moved on to this. But and did you guys uh, see the story about the the plane that? Uh, at Ogden Airport, hit a car. Oh no! Um, as it was landing, in um, Ogden Airport. It was in Roy. That's I out. missed it. Ogden, Utah, which is yep. in north. It's it's kind of by Hill Air Force Base. I'm guessing I yeah. missed it because it wasn't on RampCheckReport.com. <laughs> wink, wink. It wasn't. No, I thought that was <laughs> actually. If we posted every saw. time a general aviation aircraft <laughs> hit something, it would be all. Like every single time, we have to rename okay. the website. Well, anyway, to GA Ramcheck. <laughs> it was two weeks ago, and it was in Roy, and an, a small private aircraft land. It, it, I, I don't remember exactly what happened. Um, let's see. Ryan's reading the article. A flight yeah, student had been conducting a touch and go exercises, and the aircraft lost power. Okay. And the air, the instructor took. But anyway, um, the plane was trying to go back land at the airport and it hit a car and no one was injured the the pilots were, hit... the, were they trying to taxi back to the airport <laughs> no, or no. they were just short of the airport is what you're saying they had to set it down correct right. okay okay so anyway um but the reason i bring it up is because you know the news was there and they they interviewed one of the the people in the car that was completely uninjured they said and uh 
it turned into this, I just don't think it's safe to have a runway that's close to house. Oh, and and it was turning gosh. into that, and I'm thinking Here like, oh. you know, the, the student and his instructor did everything they could. Obviously, they're not trying to not well, land on the runway. Obviously, they're not trying to hit cars. But, you know, it. I guess what bothered me was is no one's like, hey, these guys are safe and good job for the instructor and pilot. And, and nobody was the, on the ground. The medical crews, the, everyone instead, the story was like, is it safe to have the airport yeah, right there? I know. Well, hey. it's, it, it, it's, it's <sighs> the chicken little thing. The sky oh is falling. Oh, my gosh, That's, dude. Yeah. So it's like, come on. Ogden Hinkley Airport has been there since before I was born. And that it's tells you guys. of incidents. But over yeah, the but years. I mean, but over however many years it's been there, what's the ratio and how yeah. many times it's just. People don't think <laughs> exactly. when they when they respond to things. Well, and like this, this is. And so. This is no offense to the woman that was. They were interviewing. <laughs> sure it is. So, no, I mean that because if somehow she heard this or a relative of She's her heard this, I'm pretty sure it was a traumatic experience and it was hard to see. So I am not taking light of that at all, but I would probably not <clears throat> take what she was saying as far as and and have any valid points when it comes to aviation because she did not well, look like anyone sounds, that knows anything sounds about like it. Sounds like an uninformed person exactly. again commenting on a subject exactly. they have no idea. But come about. on, news media, like well, is that really what the story is about? Like and the news media runs with it because the of airport? That. Like, yeah. come on, like yeah. no. It, it's an accident just like car accidents happen well, and so, other things happen yeah. like ogden resident questions <laughs> safety of location of airport after light plane makes emergency exactly. landing on the road exactly well and the funny thing is that the the, the news probably had a picture of like a 747 like <laughs> you know disaster yeah. in ogden Utah. well there actually was um so I, a little video of it um but that that's that's on the oh yeah on the on a dash cam that's part of of why we're here though is to inform people yeah. and realize hey aviation's important in see, our lives so and i don't know if every, you guys want to see it but every, it's right there every single um oh yeah yeah that's funny you see it just hit dash and then cam. yeah but oh, anyway, wow. aviation affects every single one of us, whether it's to keep us safe, right. whether it's we travel to see our families during the holidays, mm-hmm. whether we do business, you know, fly, you know, across the country, across the world to conduct business. I mean, without aviation, our lives would be dramatically different. And, and that's, would that's another reason why we're here. Right. We're just trying to inform and as many people as possible, you know, Let's educate you on how important right. aviation is. And, yeah. and this podcast isn't just for av geeks. No, we right. want everybody to listen to it, even if we might make a little bit of fun of you for not knowing shit about air, airplanes. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. But it's it's really for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And we want you to spread the word um, you know, about the podcast. And um, Well, that's so. our passion. We love it. So right. obviously we're going to defend it when we hear someone like knocking yeah. on our passion. Like... Yeah, we're just we're gonna defend it. That's just how right. it is. But it's like, not just our passion. It's like Aaron said, without aviation, where would this yeah, world be it's today? A way, it's yeah. a way of life. It totally. It is. absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. So, and, and um, just to hit on what Ryan was saying too, you know, we're gonna defend it, but we're definitely gonna call it out when somebody does sure. something stupid. Right. Absolutely. It's like yep. that. Like we said, even yeah. though you have freedom of speech, yeah, 
if you sound like a dumbass, we're well, gonna... not not only. I mean, not just that, <laughs> Tony. I'm talking like a about duck and it some... quacks like a duck. It's a duck. <laughs> it's a duck. I'm talking about somebody in the industry that does something stupid. Right. Yeah. That's oh, that's a, true. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Ways, we're we're sure. gonna call out, you know, people that yep. do so, things too. Uh, the the Dreamliner that had the cracked windscreen. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did I text you guys about oh, that one? The, the, the abrupt U-turn. <laughs> so the news article. So <laughs> a seven, fifty mile U-turn. Yeah, seven eighty seven uh, had a crack in its windscreen. It had to return to the airport, and I should probably pull up the story. But I was reading it, and the way this article was read was that it took off and everything was good, and they were, and then it got a crack in the windscreen, and they did. Pull 5G turn around and to make, make an emergency land. Yeah. They actually use the term abruptly turn around. They showed a picture of the flight tracker thing, and it shows a U, which, like Track, you said, Aaron, yeah. was probably like a 50-mile-wide calm. As, I mean, the pilot was probably sipping on his coffee as he was turning back. Well, like, he probably, Yeah, he probably just dialed the autopilot. Yeah. Well, and, I'll, this is what... I guarantee But it was an article because it's, right. it's about Boeing. Right. And so yeah. because of the... The max. It's, right. it's a story. Whereas, yeah. how many cracked windscreens you probably think happen a week in okay. aviation? There's so, a lot. Yeah. so working in dispatch like I did for SkyWest, a a cracked windshield windscreen was a windscreen. Excuse me. <laughs> was it was it was a very common thing. It happened every day. Well, they just get old, and, and the temperature differences, well, and, and the pressurization. And the pressurization that it's amazing how reliable the winds right. actually so are. So let me let me take you through. Um, okay, everybody, close your eyes. <laughs> Imagine on. that you're in the cockpit of an aircraft, and flight you're deck. flying the flight deck. <laughs> Come on, it's, 19, it's 2019. Uh, the cockpit slash flight debt debate was also on a previous episode of the Ramp Check podcast. Yes. But Any, anyway, anyway, so so imagine so imagine you're sitting in the cockpit and you're observing, or you're one of the pilots. Okay, this is what happens when a windshield cracks. Okay, you're flying along. The autopilot's probably on already because uh, one thing that I notice is when you, from all my jump seat time, as soon as wheels up, the autopilot's on. Sure, <laughs> it's pretty yeah. easy, you know. But um, so they're flying along, and they uh, the captain probably puts on his favorite baseball cap, and you know he's got his sunglasses, and they're being professional. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But um, just like things any are just kind of normal, job, and yep. then uh, pop, and <laughs> the windshield the pops. <laughs> but a, yeah. a, a crack or something develops in the windshield, so they look at each other. They open up their checklist. Yep, You've got yeah. a QRH. Protocol, yep. They they go down. They follow the steps. You know. Then they get on the uh, the A cars, and they they send a message to their dispatcher and maintenance control. And then depending on what phase of flight they're in at the particular moment, you know whether they're near to their destination or if they're near to where they left from, then you know maintenance control and the dispatcher they'll get back together. And then maintenance control will advise the dispatcher this is what they should do according to, you know, the QRH or the, you know, the MELCDL or whatever. Well, actually, that doesn't necessarily okay, if you're apply. new to aviation, but anyway, you don't have a damn clue what Tony's talking about. But right anyway, now. no, but what I'm saying is, and then they get back on the ACARS, which is basically just a text message. It's like MSN right. Messenger, right. you know, or iMessage between... Right. The, um, the the aircraft and, and, the and dispatch flight control yeah 
So they send a message back and says, okay, well, this is what we recommend. And they're like, okay. So they do that. They, they calculate where they need to go. If they can just continue on, they just continue on. If not, you know, um, and then they, they send a message back to the passenger saying, hey, you know, we're returning or we're continuing on. If they're going to continue on, they're not even going to tell the passengers. Yeah. But if they're well, returning. You're a commuter airline. You have that luxury because they're, right. they're smaller flights. It, exactly. Right. But anyway, time. but what I'm saying, it's it's not all this drama that you're going to see on the fucking Lifetime Network or anything like that. That, you know, oh, the windshield cracked. So we have to make this abrupt U-turn, this and that. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's commonplace. It, yeah, it's just... It's see here's the picture of it. Yeah. And it says it shows the plane's abrupt U turn. Yeah. Upon the, finding the crack. The U turn's <laughs> like a quarter the size but, of the island. <laughs> but know. you're you're exactly right, Ryan. It the article itself, the the headline, it's sensationalized yeah. because it's a Boeing aircraft. Yep. Well that, and that's yeah. I don't know why the media they have it's such a, a hot topic right now. They have now, such yeah. a hard yep. on for Boeing right now. It's just it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. It's dumb. And and speaking of Boeing, do we want to talk about just a quick update on the Max? Do we have really anything? Yeah, we, we can just just quickly go into it. Boeing I mean, is it's, still. It's the the, the thing really is not is, much is to report, there's you know? not really. It's yeah, just I mean the recertification. Yeah, process. the MCAS recertification for the seven three seven Max. Boeing is still saying fourth quarter of twenty nineteen, which mm-hmm. is within That's 32 days or mm-hmm. th- 30 40 days I, I don't anyway what's the date today the 30th today of the november, 30 of november. Yeah. so yeah so they're still saying that a lot of airlines um don't have their maxes on their schedules yet or later on like february march just because they anticipate mm-hmm. you know th- there's there's going to be some time required that once it's recertified that they have to get all those aircraft up and going and i'm sure they're already working on that yeah but um but um so that's going on and of course the international um regulators you know they're still all working on that and and uh but uh boeing also um unveiled their 737 max 10 the 10 yeah. which oh, i wanted is, to talk about that yeah for which a is the too. longest um mm-hmm. version of the max um so actually, while we're talking about that particular about the unveiling of the Max Ten, mm-hmm. just to um, just to give you an idea of of how dumb acids uh, acid, some of the dumb acidness out there, <laughs> acid. the dumb asses that are out there that are uneducated. Um, so this is a comment on one of the articles about the unveiling of mm-hmm. the of the Max. So some guy named Matt W. Um, I wish that they would publish the last names of these people that, that make they these probably don't anonymous comments. They don't want their last yeah. Well, of course it's not. But uh, he, So this Matt guy says, just what we need. Another sardine can with 150 knot plus landing speeds. The 737-900 is bad enough as far as comfort is concerned. I loathe the day I have to ride in this new plane. What? Well, he how is he that relevant right, to anything that he has he the said. right to not fly in that? Sure, plane. he does. Just just drive your car everywhere, dude. Oh, sorry, ride your can. green scooter. But you know, here, here's the funny thing. He's complaining about the density of these of these right. single aisle aircraft. Exactly. Okay, when you go buy a ticket, you're not going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go spend fifteen hundred dollars and fly on a wide body. When I can spend two hundred and fifty dollars to fly on a single but, aisle. But the yeah. thing is, is it's even like, on a single so aisle. 
almost every airline out there, except for maybe the super low fare economy airlines, yeah, yeah, yeah. they offer you, you can fly in the standard sardine area, or you can get the like the extended leg room, whatever mm-hmm. they call that, or yeah. spend your money and buy a first class ticket. Or or I mean even even the you know, like Southwest, I mean I flew on Southwest in July and it's I mean super their seating is still fine. Yeah. It it's is. like it's Not the same bad, yeah. seating throughout the whole aircraft. So it's just it's just funny know, that pe- Yeah, pe- people, people just like to throw their opinion out there and they well, they, they just want likes and they just want Exactly. You know, whatever. Yeah. But, so, but anyway, um, one last thing I'll say about mm-hmm. Boeing is, um, the uh, the triple seven X, which is you know their new triple mm-hmm. seven version. Um, there were photos that came out uh, over the last week that showed, um, there was a, a decompression, right? An explosive decompression during testing, um. Which which happened? Uh, gosh, I don't even remember. What, it was several months ago, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, but the the actual um, you know fuselage like split apart. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was a pretty dramatic photo. But the thing is, is Boeing isn't expected to have to retest it because it 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 uh, tested within like one percent of the of the the max. That the test was going to right. Um, uh, well, and again, was going to demonstrate once again so, being pushed to its limit. Again, yeah, these yeah. tests, the yeah. purpose is to find yeah. out where and, the breaking and, point and is. it didn't it didn't fail until right. way well beyond what the normal operating. But mm-hmm. but anyway, but, but Boeing has has said that you know they're going to strengthen you know the areas you know that that you know that could happen yeah, under that mm-hmm. circumstance. Just you know, I mean, they kind of have to just because. Of all the you know hysteria going on with the max. Yeah. Well, the black eye um, is slowly yeah. healing, and yeah. they've got to figure out. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Is is as crazy as that photo is? You know, I mean, it's it's not as critical when you look at the whole picture. Right. Um, but they'll 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 get it right, and that triple seven X is going to be a beautiful airplane, mm-hmm. and it's going to be amazing to to see. But um, other than that, you know, as far as Boeing goes, there's not really. Um, uh, anything else to really cover right now yeah well i think before we end the podcast since we all have worked on the ramp at some point um just acknowledge hey winter is here yes um I I am snowing like a motherfucker here in Utah. (laughs) Yes, it has. (laughs) And with all the storms that moved across the country during the holiday travel season of Thanksgiving, I'm so glad I wasn't working in dispatch (laughs) uh, during this week because I know know with with Chicago and Mm -hmm. San Francisco and even Salt Lake and Denver, I know it was just probably just a logistical nightmare. Delays, cancellations. But remember, people, those delays and cancellations... They are for your safety. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I think Denver, there's a story on Ramp Check Report that Denver, I think, canceled like 450 flights this week or something. I mean, you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's like, you know, flight operations and weather can only go so far. Right. When it's bad enough, I mean, you have to cancel flights, but... But uh, I'm sure you're going to segue into a little bit as ramp safety. Well, that's exactly what I, yeah. I, 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 I kind of got. <laughs> <laughs> so like the Mars attack, the Mars attacks, Martians. Got a case of the cockeyes. I found um, myself reminiscing this week uh, with the I got sidetracked is what I was trying to say. Um, reminiscing <laughs> of the DI stays. Yeah. 
um you know hopefully you guys are staying safe and staying warm i i honestly i miss it i do yeah, um, the icing is always a blast there have been a few times this this uh winter where i'm like you know i should go see if i could like go de-ice one day. hours a week or something yeah, like that I know. but i know seriously keep staying safe and stay warm and you know yeah stay hydrated definitely. all that i know there were times i de-iced like an entire like eight straight hours and um you know i there were days i'm like shit i haven't had anything to drink today or anything yeah. like that so just Stay safe. Um, oh, yeah, even though you're cold, it does. You don't feel like you're. You don't no. think you need to hydrate. Once you, you get know, going you and you're in the zone, you're well. Your and and takes aircraft over. after aircraft taxis over yep. the de-ice pad, and you're just like, you have to just rock and roll. I mean, you yep. can't use an excuse. I have to go to the bathroom, or I have to do. I mean, eventually you have to. I mean, because it's just it's too much. But but uh, yeah, I mean, once it gets busy, man, everybody wants to that glycol yeah well and didn't you post aaron on our instagram um be nice to like your flight attendants your pilots your ramp workers your gate agents absolutely because you know they are there how was it said they're 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 taking time away from their families so that you could be with yours and i thought that was a good way to put it it's totally true and and you know and, and as far as safety goes you know on the ramp just you know, we've all got some crazy stories. I can tell you, don't ever de-ice a, a, a ramp, you know, to tow an aircraft. That's not environmentally friendly. Um, maybe back in the 90s it was. but Maybe back in the 90s when you didn't have any other options. But, you know, don't do stupid things. You know, know that, you know, I mean, that glycol gets so hot. Be careful. Mm-hmm. 180 degrees. You know, typically is your minimum op, you know, temperature yeah, right. that it needs to be up to. For you know? type one. Yeah, for type one. Uh, type four, obviously, is not heated. Right. But, um, you know, uh, those de-ice trucks, um, tugs, fuel trucks, whatever, I mean, they, you know, they have hydraulic fluid. I've actually had a hydraulic burns before from a hydraulic mm-hmm. uh, line breaking, um, you know, wear the right winter protection, obviously, you know, dress warm. Yep, um, and I think above yeah. and beyond all of that, mm-hmm. slow down. Yeah, definitely. You need to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Slow down. Take the time to know what you're doing and what you're about to do, and make sure that it's going to be safe to execute what you need to do. And, for and sure. don't forget about the envelope around the aircraft. Yeah. Um. <laughs> don't go. Especially don't go the flying male aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> they have lots of envelopes. <laughs> but don't go flying up to an aircraft at full speed with a lab cart. You know, you got to yeah. slow down, make yeah. your approach. Just, well, and just I'm be say, safe out there. Yeah, and That's... stay rested too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known a, a few people I worked with that had accidents due to lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just from working too much. So Fatigue affects just everybody, not, yep. just, not just yeah. pilots or... You know, truck drivers, fatigue can... See, this is proof that we do care about people. We do, absolutely. (laughs) And, and, you know, make sure you you wear your PPE. And if you work the ramp, you know what that is. And uh, that's important because I've seen people not even just wear like like a face shield or goggles, Mm -hmm. de-icing or or even, you know, working out on the ramp, just marshalling or fueling. I mean, it's like if you don't have the right gloves... 
I mean, you can get frostbite if you don't have the right face shield or goggles for de-icing and you're in an open bucket or something. I mean, you're going to just get drenched with glycol. I know you mm-hmm. like the sweet taste when you lick your lips, but <laughs> protect your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's disgusting. I used to like it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you're like spraying it in your mouth. So like, all the glycol <laughs> you've know. ingested, that explains a lot, brother. <laughs> Yeah. can i say i'm a product of my environment <laughs> exactly i mean is there anything yeah, with just, winter ops to yeah just kind of cover be yeah. smart stay safe slow down i know you're gonna hear slow down a billion times from your you know your supervisors and your peers but um you got to remember it's slick out there yeah. and even though you're busting your ass to try and get that airplane out on time if yeah. you're working you know, like on the uh, on the scheduled airline side of the airport, but yeah. um, but even you know people on the on the private side, they've got schedules they want to keep as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just people get hurt when you cut corners, when you try yep. and and maybe bypass certain safety protocols because you think, oh, that's just stupid to do that. That's how people get hurt. Yeah. And or or killed. So just be smart, be aware, look after your coworkers, they'll look after you unless you're a dick. And um, if you're a line guy driving the tug and you're out in the open, I know you're going to be tempted to do that donut and spin <laughs> and and I know you're going to do it anyway, but just do not do it. Yeah. At all, but if you do, <laughs> if you decide to make a stupid decision, make sure you're, you're the only one that's gonna be affected by it, and no one else. Well, yeah. <laughs> and these days with cameras everywhere, well, I was you're just gonna, gonna get say, caught, so don't. I was just gonna say, if you are gonna do it, just make sure there's no cameras around. <laughs> make sure there are no aircraft around, and if you work on the uh, on the um, um, the private side of the airport, <laughs> make sure that none of your clients' vehicles are around as well. Oh, so yeah, I've just, witnessed a few yeah. high centered tugs in my oh, day. Yeah. I, I, I'm just going to say, we at the Ramp Check podcast do not advocate not at any all, of that kind of seen it, But we've seen it all, and yeah. we know what takes we place. We know the temptation. And, and we know you're going to do it, is what we're saying. Just so, be careful. <laughs> and, and, you know, the, the one last thing that I'm going to talk about, and specifically like de-icing, is, um, you know, don't... Um, don't skip like the glycol tests and all that. Cause that's what I'm saying. Don't skip the steps. It, it's it's important because if that glycol is not in its in its correct state, you know that aircraft could actually crash. And right. And what I used to tell all of my you know employees that I trained de-icing, you know, just pretend your family is going to be on that aircraft or mm-hmm. on one of these aircraft this you know today, because you know then that'll remind you. Yeah, you know I need to test. You know make sure this glycol is all within you know the specs that it needs to be in you know um make sure that the truck is working properly if um, it's required do the tactile check yeah, if it's do, required that that's right and, and so it's just don't take shortcuts um don't fudge your paperwork just saying you know oh yeah it's a point but you know what no 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 do it right make sure it's done right if you if you're doing something that requires a checklist use the checklist that's what it's there for yeah and and we're not just talking about the safety of others because yes you could if you cut corners like that you potentially could be responsible for the lives of yeah hundreds of people which god forbid doesn't happen right but 
it's for your own safety as well. You need to well, and 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 it and might make the difference coworkers. if you go to jail or not, right? Because it, it's yeah. if if you if you're you know uh, if it's proven that you've neglected to do things mm-hmm. and you've you you know didn't write down the accurate testing or you know you just made stuff up or whatever like i mean you're you're liable for that right and so you you need to make sure that that you cover your ass too and and the purpose of this isn't to scare you to be you know smart or whatever it's just just the aviation industry the airline industry when it's operating like it should it's a well-oiled machine Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that it's just schedules are being kept it means that people are being safe both Mm -hmm. on the ground and in the air so Mm -hmm. we just want you guys to stay safe stay safe out there Mm -hmm. um and enjoy it i mean again again none of us got into the aviation business thinking it was going to make us rich (laughs) but we enjoyed what we did and we enjoy what we do now yeah and um so just enjoy it and be safe like ryan said get plenty of sleep when you can don't don't go into work fatigued. Yeah. And for Christ's sakes, don't go into work if you've been drinking or anything oh, stupid yeah, like no that. You know, I you know that that marijuana is legal in however many states. You know what? If you're gonna smoke pot and go to work in the aviation industry, um Well don't. Don't well it's, well, that's it's, what I'm it's saying. still, it's that's still what illegal because because the, the aviation well, industry is still is. regulated by the FAA. Exactly, but people don't. Some people don't put that yeah, together. I and I've exactly. seen some people on the ramp oh, yeah. <laughs> at you know certain times of yeah. uh, of my career that like you're like really how yeah. the hell did they pass yeah. the drug oh, test? Oh, we I remember back when I worked, we lost some people who yeah minor accident and they got drug tested and were let go because yeah. they tested positive and just. Thank God that it wasn't right. Yeah. Something major. No, you know what I mean? Old. Thank yeah. goodness so, no one got hurt. So yeah, just basically the bottom line is just be careful, you guys. Just like in anything, like yeah. anything you do. But obviously we're we're and, pro aviation. Yeah, so and, and I want to add too. There, there there are plenty of jobs in aviation though where you do quite well financially. Oh, there are. I'm I just, just saying. I, t- I mean, yeah. when when you work the ramp, it's more entry level. And, right. You know the the pay usually isn't as good, which is true. Mm-hmm. They could definitely you know pay better on the ramp. Right, but you can work but, into better positions. But, but you work too. it, yeah. I mean, it's it's almost just like anything. You know, it is. And so it's 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 not that it's not worth it financially, but it's you know you just you know don't start working in aviation or join the military and and not work hard and right. smart. To improve yourself and, right. and to work yourself. Well, up and, and the let me so let me rephrase what I said. I, you're you're not gonna get rich working on the ramp. No. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Just yeah, as a as a line worker. Yeah. You know, you're throwing just bags, doing that. Right. Aircraft. Exactly. That, that's more but, for just the enthusiast. You know. I mean, yes, side you can make a living and, at it, yeah, but I it's mean, something that you yeah. can enjoy what you're doing too. Yeah, so no, I definitely. wasn't knocking the industry as a whole. Yeah. Just. Because, I just wanted to make sure that was clear. Oh yeah, that's definitely, all. definitely, and because um, we love it, and. If you don't work in the industry, and if you want to, I know we all worked in it for a really long time, but if you don't work in the industry and you want to, um, there's several places, airlines or ground service companies or FBOs, they're always hiring. Yes. And they'll, and entry level jobs are exactly what they mean. They're entry level. So you're going to get the training to do that job. If you don't have the experience, 
you'll get the experience. Right. And the more experience you get, the better opportunities you'll you'll that'll be placed exactly. in front of yeah, you. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I think that wraps up our special Thanksgiving holiday edition of the Ramp Check <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. It's only special edition because we said happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. But uh, anyway. Um, but uh, so don't forget, everybody, Christmas is uh, just around the corner. And um, what would be better? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and what would be a better item under the tree than a brand new sparkly piece of RCG Ramp Swag? That's right. Um Go to our store right now. You can get to it through our website, rampcheckglobal.com, or through rampcheckreport.com. There's mm-hmm. a link there as well. Um, Aaron's working his ass off on new hats, new shirt designs, new hoodies, um, leggings, uh, leggings, we definitely need stickers, more lady ab geeks. Absolutely. I love those leggings. Absolutely. I, I would like a. A male version of those recent leggings you put. Oh, on. Well, we can totally do that. The, the ones with uh, sure. you want the male version, the ones with "Follow Me on the Ass." <laughs> not those. Ones. Oh, not we those. We don't so, have those. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's too hard to put the the follow on one cheek and the me on the other cheek with it looking okay. That's too tough. Well, but uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're never mind. We're not gonna go there. Anyway, those new splintered camo leggings are awesome. And I do have and the, the lady versions on there. I just put the unisex hoodies on, so mm-hmm. whether you're a guy or a gal, those look awesome. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll throw together some some uh, some guy ones because those totally those are those. really cool and and warm to wear. You know, in the wintertime yep. under, under your shorts. And I wear under those your when pants. I work out all the yeah. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, th- those are cool. So so I'm adding more stuff all the time. Um, and we've got so many cool items on there. Lots of av geek like, you know, silhouettes. We've got you know. Um, all types of uh, different aircraft, like the the aggressor mm-hmm. aircraft from you know specifically Nellis Air Force Base. Right. Um, you know, I'm working on some other other type stuff. You know, aggressor stuff from other you know like the Navy and Marines stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, yeah, a lot of great stuff. Military, uh, commercial, uh, you name it. Hats, beanies, um, shorts. If um, if you've got an av geek, yeah. If you've got an av geek in the house, or if you are an av geek, I, I guarantee you're going to find something that you like. Yeah. Um. At the uh, at the ramp swag store. So uh, yes. hashtag RCG ramp swag. Yeah. Uh, find it on rampcheckreport.com, or you can also find it on uh, rampcheckglobal. Yeah, and even on through our social media and our Instagram at rampcheckglobal, you can just find the link in our bio too. Perfect. And I was just going to say, Aaron, where can people find... Oh, and uh, before I get there, um, again, um, thanks for listening to the Ramp Check Podcast. Um, This is our 31st official episode. Um, Find us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Um, Subscribe where you can. Give us a five-star rating where you can. And uh, share the podcast with your friends and family. Um, it's a great way to pass the time when maybe you're driving or if you're on a flight, you know, you can download episodes to whatever device mm-hmm. you've got. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty entertaining. You can be sitting there listening on your uh, 
um, on your noise-canceling headphones and <laughs> laughing your ass off and the person sitting next to you wonder what the hell you're listening to, <laughs> then you can share it with them mm-hmm. and so on and so on. But or anyway, roll your eyes, too. You can do that, too. Yeah, you can do that I'm as sure well. They're annoying, there's, annoying too. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of those moments. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, Aaron, uh, where can we find you on social media? Social media, I'm at Aaron Rumfollow. Basically, Instagram is the main social media uh, that I use and at Aaron Rumfollow on Twitter. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow all the aviation photography and a lot of the designs that we do, that I do for the Ramp Swag store, just follow our Instagram at mm-hmm. Ramp Check Global. Um, yeah, that's basically me. Ryan? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at rumfollowme, and I guess I should just say that for Twitter as well. I haven't been saying mm-hmm. that, but uh, yeah. at rumfollowme, but uh, as always, prefer you to follow at rampcheckglobal. I don't care which one you follow, as long as you follow both okay. for me. There I'm just go. kidding. Which or what? I'm uh, I'm at <laughs> trumfollow. Uh, that's uh, trumfollow. T-R-U-M F-A-L-L-O. And that's both on Instagram uh, and uh, Twitter. Um, if you go on to my Instagram, my most recent post has some beautiful pictures of my brand new car. Um, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I know. Well, I can I can one up you there. I've got one hot wife and a cute little Thank son you. playing in okay. the snow. <laughs> yes. I was playing with your cute little son the other day at Thanksgiving, and yes, he is fun. Yeah, he's funny. And adorable. Yeah, Uncle Ryan was over there, too, the other day. Yep. Yeah, it's a little firecracker. He, he <laughs> certainly is. But thanks again for listening to the Ramp Check Podcast, and um, geez, happy uh, happy holidays. We're, we're in the thick of it now. Yes. Ryan? Good day. <laughs> That's a good ending, huh?